Welcome to the first episode of the podcast known as Lemonade House. I'm your narrator, John Downing. I appreciate you joining me here today. Lemonade House is a fictional house that's yellow that is on the corner in which many, many adventures happen within its rooms. Unbeknownst to the parents of two daughters of Jessica and Michelle, for only they can see these rooms and enter them when, of course, they appear. It is not always known when a room or door will show up and surprise the two daughters. Lemonade House is an actual bedtime story I have made up over the years to entertain my daughters during bedtime in which they have an active participation on what happens to the story but not so much that the narrator myself can try to contain and move the story along as best as possible so we will begin the story here now using other names for my daughters for privacy reasons and so we begin it was early evening when Jessica, the older daughter, was walking down the hallway heading to her room for bedtime. The youngest daughter, younger daughter, Michelle, had already gone to bed. Just as Jessica was about to get to her room, her mom yelled up and said, Jessica, can you please go and get the mop from the utility room? I need to finish mopping the kitchen floor and the bathroom floor. Jessica sighed and said, Okay, Mom, and walked downstairs. However, as she neared the basement, her reservations of going into the utility room began to rise. The utility room was behind an old brown stained door, and the only things she found in there were pipes and some dust in the furnace, not particularly a place she'd like to be in. However, Mom did ask, so she got ready to go inside the door, when all of a sudden, the door wasn't there. Jessica looked at the wall. There should be a door there. She knocked on the wall, but it was solid. She tried pushing on the wall, but nothing happened. As she turned around to go back to the first floor, trying to think of what to tell Mother, she fell through a hole in the floor and started falling. Ah! But just imagine the girl saying a higher pitch. Ah! As she was falling, a staircase was falling with her heading down. And so Jessica thought, well, that's silly. And she jumped on the stairs, and she stopped falling. As she's walking down the stairs, she thought, well, let's just see what happens if I fall again. So she jumps off the stairs and begins falling. And again, the stairway follows with her. At the very, uh, she got back on the stairway, and it ended down with a thud. Boom. Jessica was in a room she had never seen before. But then again, for her, in Lemonade House, this was the start of an adventure. As she walked down toward, away from the, uh, sorry, as she walked away from the stairs, 
Jessica noticed there were two doors in front of her. A pink door and a gray door. Now usually one door would lead to somewhere fun and sometimes the other door would either lead to something extremely goofy, scary, or nothing at all. So she decided to try the hot pink door first, except this time she wasn't going to open it. She was going to kick it down for if there were any surprises on the other side of this door, they would be surprised instead of her. To her surprise, kicking the door actually opened it. And inside, she walked in, and there were chains dangling and going ting, 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 chains from the ceiling down. And Jessica said, thought to herself, well, this isn't a utility room, but it looks like a dungeon. Is there much of a difference? There weren't any prisoners. There wasn't anything real scary except a howling she would hear, a wailing. Ooh, ooh. As she looked around, she could not find where the wailing was coming from, nor was there a mop. So she seemed a little disappointed and went around the edge of the room until she saw something shiny. It was shiny as she got closer. It was a purple box. And Jessica decided to pick up the purple box and it turned into a smartphone. Jessica had just received a smartphone a few days ago from her parents. And so this was wonderful. She could call mom or text her to let her know the mop was missing but the phone didn't work and Jessica wondered why so she put the phone away and as she continued down the wall heading toward the door she heard the wailing again she looked up and on top of one of the chains was something she couldn't quite make out, but it was definitely the source of the noise. Jessica decided to climb up the chain and see what was up there. As she did, she reached up and grabbed something that was circular. As she brought it back down, she put it on the ground and there was a circle with four legs and two little eyes and the arms were were moving in the air as if the circle was on its back like a turtle and couldn't turn over and it was still wailing ooh hell Jessica decided to to pick it up again and ask why are you wailing the circle replied because I was on top of that chain and I couldn't get down. Jessica said, you could have just fallen down. You're just a circle, you can't get hurt. And a circle thought for a moment and said, I never thought of that, thank you. Jessica asked, have you seen a mop in this dungeon? And the circle replied, no, I have not. 
I have not seen a mop. But may I be your friend? And Jessica said, sure, you can be my friend. I've never friended a circle before. The circle's eyes got real big, and it jumped down from Jessica's hand, and it went into her left shoe. Ow! That was kind of tight. Jessica asked, why are you in my shoe? And the circle says, I live in shoes, but I haven't seen a shoe in a long time. May I share your left shoe? Jessica says, well, of course. As Jessica decided, well, there was definitely no mop and nothing else in this dungeon room, she left out of the pink door and shut it behind her. Now, there was the gray door on the other side. Again, she got her courage up and kicked the door open, but with her right shoe, so she would not hurt Mr. Circle. That's what she decided to call him, Mr. Circle. As she looked around this room, there was not much in there. There were a couple of couches. There was a chair. There was a table. And then one end in the corner looked like a plant, a rose bush. Now, why would a rose bush be in a secret room near the utility room in Lemonade House? Jessica thought, well, I'm going to go check out this rose first. Maybe it needs watered. As she walked up to the rose, she tripped over a bucket. That bucket wasn't there before. She turned around, stood up, and looked inside the bucket. Inside the bucket, there was nothing. She looked again and put her hand down in the bucket. And then a key, a key had risen up into her hand. A glowing, glowing green key. Now that key was not there before. Jessica was starting to wonder what was going on. An empty bucket that had a key, a circle with hands and legs, and a missing mop. Well, this was some kind of adventure, all right. More confusing than not. So she picked up the key, picked up the bucket. Perhaps Mama want a bucket with her mop. With Mr. Circle still in the left shoe, she walked around to, and she walked to the rose bush or the rose flower and looked inside, looked at it. It smelled pretty. It felt like a rose and it did not need watered. She walked along the wall and came up to the first couch. Now, as a sister and a younger child, she knew many, many things can be hidden under a couch. Orange peels, wrappers from gum, most often the remote to the television that daddy would always lose. So perhaps, perhaps she could find something for this green key to go into. She pulled off the cushions and there was absolutely nothing there, which was really surprising for a couch. She walked down to the chair. She sat in the chair and moved it around, but nothing happened. 
As she walked across the room to the second couch, she stared and saw there was something on this couch that was sitting on the arm. She walked to the couch, sat down, looked at the arm, and there there it was. The keyhole. Of course the green key would go into the couch. Where else would it go? And so Jessica put the key in the keyhole, turned the key, and the couch rose up from the ground and floating in the room with the gray door. As Jessica looked down, she saw the rose bush flower. She saw the other couch, the chair, but there was still no mop. Perhaps the mop was under the floating couch. She wasn't that high up, so she jumped down from the couch and looked on the floor. No, there was no mop there. Dissatisfied and kind of sad now, Mom would be asking where Jessica would be. It shouldn't take this long to find a mop. And so she looked down and said, Mr. Circle, can you please tell me, have you seen a mop in this room, this gray room? Have you been in here before? And and Mr. Circle says, I've never been in this room. However, there is one other corner that you did not go to. And Jessica says, how would you know? You're in my shoe. Mr. Circle says, I've been counting your steps. And you have gone to three corners, but not the fourth. Jessica looked over to that other corner, expecting possibly to see a mop. But there was no mop. She walked over to the corner pushed on the walls, still nothing. A bucket in her hand, but no mop. She turned around and sighed. Perhaps there just was not a mop to be found down here. She should return back to the house and just tell Mom the mop was gone. She walked toward the entrance to the gray door, walked out of the room and shut the gray door behind her. As she was heading toward the stairway, there on the stairs was the mop. Dun, dun, dun. And she walked up to the mop and said out loud, I've been looking everywhere for this thing. Why was it here? And the mop said, well, I wanted to go down here and see what was going on. I just got down here from the utility room. I need to get back upstairs and give you to my mother, but you can't talk. And so the mop says, of course not. I would never say anything. Oh, hello, Mr. Bucket. As the, as Jessica went up the stairs, up, up, up she went. She thought, I wonder what would happen if I jumped off. She jumped off the stairs and was flown straight up to the hole in the floor. As she got up to the top, there it was in front of her, the utility room door that she so dreaded, the brown stained door. And she opened that real quick, and inside there was the mop all along. Not the one she had in her hand, but the one that she recognized that mom would use in the kitchen, in the bathroom, and father would use to clean his bathroom and other parts of the house. So now she had two mops, but which one to give to mom? 
she thought, well, I better give her the regular mop. Maybe that would be best. So she put the magic talking mop in the utility room and took the regular mop. But just as she had let go of the talking mop, that mop says, hey, I'm tired of being in this utility room. I'm going back down. Maybe I'll see you later. And so, with a swish and a jump, the floor opened and he disappeared down the stairs again. Uh, Told Mom, I was in the utility room finding you the mop, Mom. And here it is. However, Mom, next time, maybe you can ask Michelle to go get the mop. And so ends our story. I hope you've enjoyed it as I have telling it. See you next time in Lemonade House. Bye-bye.